Hey, 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 what's happening, everybody? Billy Carson here, a.k.a. Forbidden Knowledge. Welcome, welcome to the show tonight. <clears throat> Going to be a long night for tonight because I have to do this live podcast and I have to hop on with Black Magic 363 YouTube account and uh, Dr. Be Serious and do another one. So a long day today. Let's see here who's in the chat. What's up, everyone in the chat? I appreciate y'all. Uh, please uh, go ahead and make sure you like and subscribe. Please also share this video. Today's topic is the reason that people don't manifest. And there's some specific reasons why. So I'll go over that kind of like a prelude to my Manifest Destiny workshop coming up on January 29th. We also have the Blueprint for God Power coming up. That's coming up this Saturday. That's, that's coming up in just a couple of short days here, January the 7th. All right, two more days. You want to register ASAP. There's only a few seats left. <clears throat> Let me give you guys a little preview of what we'll be talking about in Blueprint for God Power. <clears throat> Billy Carson here, a.k.a. Forbidden Knowledge. I want to talk to you about the Blueprint for God Power workshop. It's coming up January the 7th from 11 a.m. all the way until 8 p.m. And we might do overtime and go all the way to 9 or 10 p.m. It's gonna be eight to 10 hours of incredible teaching by Dr. B. Serious and myself, Billy Carson. I'll be talking about how to consciously reprogram yourself on a cellular level, digging deep down into the knowledge of cells and how they respond to cymatic frequencies and then teaching you how to reprogram yourself. I'll also be teaching financial literacy, things like how to set up a trust, a will, and a testament. Okay, so your family can have tax-free funds. I'll be talking about how to build businesses and business credit and learn how to become your own bank. I'm also going to be talking about how to rewrite your epigenetic code, which is something that we all need. We have 15 to 20 years of epigenetics from our ancestors in our body. And those memories cause us to have certain things like PTSD, uh, suicidal thoughts, and, and just thoughts of depression and things that hold us back. I'm going to teach you how to get that out of your body. Purge yourself. We're also going to teach you how to use your energetic field to heal yourself. This is something I'm a big believer in, especially since I learned how to do it myself. It's going to be an amazing workshop. You don't want to miss this blueprint for God power. Dr. B. Serious is going to be going in on his gnosis and his metaphysics. It's going to be amazing. It's going to set you up for a huge and powerful 2023 and beyond. Make sure you click that link and register ASAP because space is limited. All right. Make sure you uh, click the link in the caption of this video. I will drop it in the comments right now. Let me drop the link to the Blueprint for God Power in the comments feed right now. For anyone who's interested in attending and being with us for eight to 10 hours uh, on Saturday, just drop the link in the, in the comments. It's going to be an amazing day, very long day. But the beautiful thing about it is you can pause, stop, rewind. You can go away and come back because you have unlimited access to watch the Blueprint for God Power workshop and unlimited access to watch the Manifest Destiny 2023 workshop as well. So you'll be able to, uh, you know, leave, take a break, uh, run some errands, go play with the kids, whatever. It's not going anywhere. You'll be able to come back and you will be able to enjoy it. All right. So 
It's something that you'll be able to work on and, 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 and watch and learn from for many years to come. So that's the beautiful thing about it. I know when I used to do these live in-person workshops all the time, people would be there trying to take notes. And then by the time I get to the next topic, they're still working on the previous notes. They're missing the new information I'm talking about. Uh, and then they're trying to you know, cram everything they can onto a few pieces of paper. Uh, because you know, at the live events, you can't really record everything. So with the events like this, the virtual online events, guess what? You have the opportunity to actually take your time, enjoy, relax, and just play things, rewind them forward, back forward, and get to learn exactly what the information is holding for you. And then you can go back and research what is in there, study, look up, buy books, whatever it is, you have an optimal opportunity to really understand and comprehend exactly what the information is. And so that's why I like the workshops when they're virtual. It's a little bit of an extra benefit to, uh, you know, to help people out that are trying to really learn the information and really want the information, but are struggling to rapidly, um, you know, write it down, which is almost impossible to do, especially because I talk really fast. Special cup. I got this cup from uh, my boy Franco Efrain Rodriguez. Gracias. Boom. This is a great cup. He bought this from Greece when he was in Santorini. Uh, so thanks for the cup, Franco. All right. <clears throat> now, let's see here. All right. Just checking the chat. Oh, yeah. Here we go. 668 people in the chat so far. I didn't even send a text message out yet. I'm going to drop the text right quick. It's already sitting there loaded and ready to go. <clears throat> I just dropped the text message. If you want to be added to my text message list for knowing when I go live, send a text message to 954-245-0086. That's 954-245-0086. I, will, uh, I just dropped it in here in the comments as well. In case you didn't hear me, 954-245-0086. And that way you'll get a notification because as you know, for whatever reason, the majority of the notifications never, ever go out. So if you text me, then I will text you back when I go live. And I, I really don't over abuse anything with the texting. It's mostly telling people when I go live uh, on Instagram or when I go live on YouTube most of the time or Facebook. Uh, that's really what I use it for primarily. Uh, and every now and then we have a contest or something, but it really, you know, it's, it's just letting you guys know, hey, I'm, I'm ready, I'm live, and this is where I'm live at, and this is what the topic is. So text me, 954-245-0086. Okay, now, today is, you know, a day we're going to talk about the um, manifesting, well, well, really, what's wrong with people who can't manifest or what they're doing wrong is what, you know, that's causing them to not be able to manifest. What's holding them back? What is the block in between manifesting something and not manifesting something? I know that some people see people out here that it doesn't seem like they're really following any specific rules or guidelines. And they're not the, from your eyes, not the nicest of people, maybe belligerent, uh, arrogant, uh, you know, maybe even other worse qualities than that. And it just seems like they're manifesting everything they want in their life, right? Well, you got to remember a couple of things. The first thing is you're on the outside looking in. So what you're perceiving is that they're manifesting 
uh, everything they want and living their best life, you don't really know, you don't truly know their inner desires, number one. Just because somebody looks like they have great financial means and they have a nice car and a nice house and their bills are paid and they can travel and do what they want doesn't exactly mean that they're manifesting everything that they want. There could be things inside of them that they're hurting for or missing or things that they yearn for in their life that doesn't that don't exist or they can't obtain. We can't always perceive the benefits of understanding what manifestation is as <clears throat> as as the appearance of financial success. Right? Because that's not that's not the pinnacle of all things. And so a lot of people will look at people and well, how come they, you know, this person ain't there, they're they're pretty mean and they're nasty and they're snobby, but they got a you know, they driving a Bugatti, they got a, a mansion, they're traveling all the time. But when I, you know, I work for this guy and he's treating me like crap at the office. Well, your perception is, is that he's got a great life because you see the things that he's got and the place that he's living in and the trips, but you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. <clears throat> but there's also a second part to that. That person could be living their best life. And some people are just more in tune with understanding what it takes to manifest their reality, regardless of how they are in terms of as a person than others. <clears throat> For example, I'm going to give you an example you can understand. Michael Jordan, right? Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, great basketball player. In my personal opinion, the greatest of all time. Now, that can always be debated. I know you got Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, now for the younger kids, you got, uh, you know, you, you, well, you had Kobe, unfortunately, he passed. Uh, you got LeBron James and many others. But in my personal opinion, just from my perspective, Michael Jordan probably is the greatest of all time. I would think that the majority of people who are true basketball fans would most likely agree, not all, but most. <clears throat> so since he probably has the majority rule, I would say that he's pretty close to being the, the GOAT. Now, you look at Michael Jordan and, you know, you say, well, why is this guy so good? He worked out, you know, four or five hours a day, but so did this other guy who made it to the NBA. And he worked out four or five hours a day, you know, but, but this guy, Michael, just excelled past almost every single person, even with the same training, the same dedication, the same workouts, the same everything, right? What's happening is Michael Jordan is actually operating at a slightly higher frequency when he's playing than everyone else. Anything that you do uh, as a hobby or a sport, something that you thoroughly enjoy doing, taking time to do, whether it's painting, making puzzles, doing woodwork, whatever it is, that's a form of meditation. When you see these professional athletes on the field or on a court, they're in a meditative state of mind when they get into a zone. Michael Jordan had the capability of getting into a higher state of mind. He had the capability of getting into the, the zone, getting into the moment. And when you get into that zone, I've been there before a few times playing basketball, everything slows down. So people are moving at a slower pace than they, th they themselves appear think that they have actually appear to move. They're moving around and running and doing plays but you see them at a slightly different speed. And from your perspective, you're moving through them. You're just slicing and dicing and cutting right through. That's the mindset that he got into, that he gets into. He also is already mentally ready to take on a challenge. 
So you can be in a situation where people get the same amount of hours a day, train the same amount of hours a day, work out the same amount of hours, have great teachers and trainers, have the best doctors and physicians to help keep your body healthy, doing everything the same, the same, the same. But one person's just a little bit better. What is that? That is all about, that's when it becomes the mind. It ain't the body anymore. Now it's all about the mind. Your body, you put the time and the energy and the effort in. It becomes a mind game now. And so, see, his mind is incredibly strong and allows him to get into these meditative states while he's playing basketball. He gets into the zone and everyone else slows down. In their eyes, they're moving at their normal speed, but in his eyes, they're not moving at the normal speed. And the biggest problem that people have, one of the biggest problems, and I'm going to go over several, is that people take on challenges every single day. We all take on a challenge. From the moment you wake up, you're taking on a challenge for the day, multiple challenges a day. But sometimes we're taking on challenges that we don't believe we can actually win. Now, with Michael Jordan, for example, <clears throat> if he were to come into this room and say, hey, man, I challenge you to a one-on-one. Now I have an option. I have an option to say, yes, I'll take that challenge, or no, I bow, I bow out. I'm not going to take that challenge. If I say, yes, I'll take the challenge, which knowing me, I most likely will, that doesn't mean I'm just going to go play against Michael Jordan for fun, like I'm going to go have a one-on-one -on -one so I can brag to my friends, hey, I once played Michael Jordan in a one-on-one. That's not why I would do it. I would only take the challenge if I believed in my heart of hearts that I was going to beat him that day. That's the difference between me and a lot of people out there. I honestly believe in my heart of hearts that if I take the challenge, if Mike walks in his room and says, hey, uh, Billy, let's go one-on-one, -on -one, me and you, lace up, and I go lace up, I'm trying to win that game. I'm not hanging out and, yeah, look, he just dunked on me and he just, he just broke my ankles. Look, guys, show these pictures to my grandkids. Look, I'm playing with Mike. That's what people do every day. They go out and play with Mike. They wake up in the morning, they go play with Mike. They go play, but they don't go to work. They don't go to work up here. They don't believe that they can make it happen. They take the challenge, but then they do it half-assed. They do it half-assed. You've got to take the whole challenge or no challenge at all. That's how I live, period, point blank. That's literally how I live. If I take the challenge and get for something, I don't care what it is. In my mind, I'm the best. In my mind, I'm the best. Are the odds against me that Michael Jordan would probably beat me? Even though I'm 51 going on 52 and he's probably 58 or something. I forgot his age now. <clears throat> but, you know, he still, he still got it. Trust me, whatever Michael lost is what most people never even had, Okay. But if I take that challenge, are the odds against me? Yeah, the odds are against me. I know the odds are against me going in, but I believe in my heart of hearts that that, that day I'm going to beat him. He's never been 100%. He's lost games before. He's lost one-on-ones before. Why does it make it any different that today I'm going to do the same? I'm going to take him down. I'm going to beat Mike today. But see, that's the mindset I go into every challenge with. Most people say, okay, well, I got to do this. You know, I got to, I got to, all right, whew, I got to try to do this. They don't believe it. They don't believe in their own self. 
that's the reason why they're failing. They don't believe they can do it. They're, you're taking on challenges that you don't believe you can actually win. And that's a major no-no. If you take a challenge, you better believe you can win. Let me go over a couple there. I took a couple notes that, you know, to keep me on track tonight. <clears throat> but I want to I, I kind of touch on a couple of things. That's why I did this, because I don't want to. I don't want to go too, you know, stray too far off. But there's a reason, a few reasons I wrote down. Limiting beliefs, which is the one I'm talking about right now. You're limiting beliefs. Manifesting is all about belief. It literally is all about belief. Belief in what? Belief in yourself and belief in your own abilities. That's what it's really about. Now, manifesting positivity into your life requires a belief that the, of, the, of the thing you want to achieve and the thing you want to manifest already exists. But just like you can manifest something positive into your life, you can also manifest something negative into your life. When you're on a low frequency vibration, when you are thinking in a, a mindset of poverty and, and, and PTSD and depression and negativity and anger and anguish and distraught, those thoughts that you have and that, that, that weak knowledge of self, that also goes out to the universe. And guess what it tells the universe? Send him more garbage. Send her more trash. Keep piling it up on him. This is what they like because it's the frequency you're giving out. You're giving out the frequency that you like this kind of lifestyle. And so you always have problems, problems, problems nonstop coming at you. You can't get rid of them because of your mindset. Your self-limiting beliefs are causing you to have a dark cloud over your head nonstop. And that's one of the biggest problems that, that people have. Self-limiting beliefs. You self-sabotage. You sabotage. You can have something good, something great, something going exactly the way you need it to go for you. And because that doubt creeps in, you'll screw the whole opportunity up. You'll, you'll, you'll do something to mess it up. You'll, you'll screw it up. You'll, you'll do something stupid to, to destroy the situation. And, and you'll screw the whole thing up. Guess how I know this, guys? I've been there. See, I did that before myself, too. A long time ago. I learned my lesson early when I was young. I had a great opportunity. You heard me talk about it before. I could have already been in the Billy Club, in the Billionaire Club. This was when I was in my 20s. I had a huge huge marketing contract that was going to pay a ridiculous sum of money for an extensive, extensive amount of time, a super long contract. And the bonus and the signing and everything else was all in place. And guess what, guys? I didn't show up to the meeting. I sabotaged myself. I came outside and had a flat tire. And I said, oh, man, you know, uh, yeah, I'll just try to reschedule this thing. It never got rescheduled. It never came back. I lost the opportunity because I didn't want to change a flat tire and go to this meeting. I was sabotaging myself because that day when I woke up, I wasn't ready for the challenge. I wasn't ready. And so I sabotaged myself. So when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to you from self-knowledge. I'm speaking to you from experience. But you see, luckily for me, that happened in my early 20s. I learned a big and valuable lesson. I never, and I mean never, let that happen to me ever again. I understood exactly what happened. I realized my shortcoming. 
And I understand the solution. The solution was if I take a challenge, see it all the way through. Don't let any of these bumps in the road, any of these uh, sidebars and these blind sides come to distract. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay on point. And say, I learned my lesson. And now that lesson that I learned was, <laughs> let me tell you something. It was a hard lesson to learn. But it, it, it put another chink in my armor that when I cracked it open, I realized, oh, okay, now I see. I was a soft spot that I had right there. I got to toughen that piece up, that part up. I got to reinforce that, that part of my armor. That was one of my weakest spots. Once I fixed that, I was off to the races. I was off to the absolute races. So self-limiting beliefs, big problem. Some, another reason, people getting too clingy to the manifestation outcome. Focusing on outcome so much, not letting it go. Wondering, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? I thought about it. I meditated on it. I, I, I've been talking to everybody about it. Uh, I wonder when it's going. I mean, looking at the clock every five minutes, looking at your calendar every five minutes. Did it happen yet? It didn't happen yet. You got to do the work and release it. You release it to the universe. You see, I'm going to go deep into this stuff in my Manifest Destiny workshop. You guys got to come to this workshop. It's going to be 10 hours. I was just talking with Elizabeth. Between Elizabeth's teaching, Antonina's uh, uh, teachings, uh, and then Tim Story's teachings and mine, it's going to be 10 hours. Because you can't do this in a one-hour podcast. I'm just giving you some tidbits. This is the, I'm barely skimming the top. I'm barely skimming the top. I'm going to drop the link to the Manifest Destiny workshop in the uh, in the chat right quick. Let me drop this link in there right quick before I go back to my notes. I think I dropped the, the blueprint for God power. Let me see if I got the uh, Manifest Destiny. Here it goes. Okay. Copy. I'm going to drop it in here one more time, guys. Then I'm going to get back to my notes. It's in there now. All right. Being too clingy to the outcome. I was, uh, if some of you remember, I was doing a raffle for my Rolls Royce, right? That was my one, two, that was my second Rolls Royce. And I decided to raffle it off. I had to count because I'm up to, I just ordered a fifth one, which is being built, custom built with my name engraved on the inside and forbidden knowledge engraved on the inside. Uh, I did a, I'm doing a bespoke model right now, but that was my that was my second. And right now I have my fourth, which is in the garage. But my second, I decided I'm going to bless somebody, and I'm going to raffle it off, and I'm going to give that car to the winner who can sell it and have cash. We sold, I forget, I think it was two or three thousand tickets, right? This one person actually bought. His name is Austin Nelson. Uh, he bought one ticket. People were buying 10, 11, 12 tickets. Great. You, have, you increase your odds because it's a very low odds raffle. There's not that many people in it. It ain't like a lottery, right, with millions of people. But Nelson bought one ticket. He, fo he focused on it. He claimed it. He spoke it. And then he let it go. And guess what? When we had our random drawing for the Rolls Royce, Austin Nelson won off of one ticket 
And I asked him on an interview on YouTube, which is actually on this YouTube account right now. Like, what was it about this that, you know, that made you feel like you were going to win? Because he was like, I just knew I was going to win. He said, because I focused on it, I spoke it. And then once I, I, I focused on manifesting, I just released it. He said, I actually even forgot it existed. He goes, when you called me, I thought you were calling me because I'm, I make beats. He didn't even know I was calling because he won the raffle. Come to find out, this guy used his last $50 to buy that raffle ticket. He was homeless, sleeping on an air mattress. Uh, and uh, his grandmother had just let him sleep in some, a side room, and I think, in her, in her apartment or condo. So he was just coming out in off the street. He had just gone through a bad divorce, lost his cars, lost everything, lost his house. Uh, you know, this is during the global sickness. What a way to go out. I mean, you lose everything during, during your sickness, right? This one ticket brought him all the way back. Now, of course, he couldn't afford to pay the taxes to get the tag and everything else to take delivery of the car so that he can sell it. So I made an agreement and sold it for him. And after taxes, he walked away with $88,000. That was 2013 Rolls Royce with, I don't know, 50,000 miles on it. And so he walked away with 80,000 after taxes. I sent him his bank wire. He got himself a nice, uh, uh, inexpensive car, moved to Austin, Texas, believe it or not. Austin Nelson moved to Austin, Texas, got an apartment, restarted his, his, uh, his um, beat making business, got a job and restarted his life again off of $150 ticket. But he wasn't clingy. He wasn't coming back. I had people emailing me every day. Did you do the raffle yet? The date was like a year to for the raffle. People were contacting me almost every week. Is the raffle yet? Did you read the instructions, my man? It said December, whatever it was, right? And so, but not Nelson. He didn't get too clingy, all right? People are obsessed with how and when you're going to manifest. Focusing too much on, is it happening? Uh, I wonder if it's happening. And then going to the people that are in position and in place to help you get this thing to happen, whatever it is, and you're badgering them and contacting them and, and nudging them and, and bugging the hell out of them. You're creating a negative stream, a negative wave. That will also block your manifestation. People are do, do it all the time. They just do it all the time. They will bug the hell out of people. It's almost like being in the car with a kid and the kid goes, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? How many more minutes? How many more minutes? And so that is also creating a negative feedback loop, which is screwing up your manifestation capabilities. You're stuck in a lack mindset. You know, this is a big problem. A lot of people have this lack mindset, this mindset, I'm not deserving of this. I, 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 you know, I don't, I don't deserve this. That's the worst mindset you could possibly be in. The absolute worst. This mindset of lack, it creates a negative feedback loop back into the universe. And that feedback loop that goes back into the universe is bringing you back more lack and more negativity, more degradation, more bad results, more poverty. Everything that you don't want more of, that mindset is bringing it back to you. Like I said, the law of attraction and manifesting works in both ways. Negative polarity and positive polarity. Which one do you want? You're always manifesting. You're manifesting 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whether you like it or not. When you become the master is when you can control the frequency 
to bring into your reality exactly what you need and want. You can manifest abundance just by clicking your fingers. That's what I'm going to teach you in the class. However, those negative thoughts and that, that, that lack mindset, I was doing a, a big deal with somebody one time. <clears throat> this was a person that didn't have many, much financial means, but they had a great, great product and a great idea. And they didn't have enough money to launch it or anything. And I wanted to be a part of that. So I figured, let me help them launch this product. I have my own marketing company. And I did a big deal where we were going to get a significant amount of pre-orders. I mean, it was going to pay this guy more money than he ever made in his life combined. You know what he said to me? <laughs> if they pay us that much money, I'm going to owe a lot of money in taxes. That's a lack mindset. Now, when he said that to me, I'm not going to lie, I had to step back. <laughs> I said, if you got to pay $100,000 in taxes, you're in a good position. Don't you understand that? You still have more money than you ever had in your life. But this is going to be a problem. It's going to be, I got to pay taxes. I got to, I got to, I said, oh man, that's when I realized I was getting into business with the wrong person. He had a lack mindset. Anything that I would do with this person was going to be doomed to fail. So you know what I did? I packed up and walked out. Never looked back. That person today is still struggling destitute, poor, broke, and had one of the greatest ideas in the world, which already I already had all the connections and plugs set up. But because of his lack mindset, he rebuked his own blessings. You see? It all starts with the mind. All starts with the mind. I don't do business with people with mindsets like that. I just, I just can't do it. I know I can walk somebody along the way when they're struggling with themselves a little bit. But when you start to argue with me, over how la how much lack you would love to have in your life, I got to, I got to do the moonwalk on you. I got to get out of there. You want taking action to manifest your desires. This is an another big problem that I've seen. I have people contacting me every day, all day, night and day, day and night, DM, email, ba 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 ba. Teach me this. Tell me that. Answer this. I can't answer everybody, but I give out quite a few answers. I speak to a lot of people. It's almost like when I leave my house, I turn into a permanent walking lecture. Everywhere I go, people are asking me a million questions. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying, guys, when I leave my house, you have no idea. Everywhere I go, everyone knows me, and everybody's got a million questions. And I'm nice, so I answer the majority of the questions. But, you know, I track certain people. And very, very few people ever take my advice. They're thankful for the information, but very few people actually follow through. Very, very few. I'm talking about mm, the amount of people that really follow through is tiny. We're talking about tenths of a percent, maybe. The ones who do, they do phenomenal. Life changes completely for them. Night and day difference. But the, but the majority... They don't follow through. They don't put any action. The secret to manifesting is to put action behind conscious thought. If you're not putting action behind conscious thought, you are not going to be able to manifest the life that you desire. Manifesting requires an energy exchange, period. 
You are not going to just magically, boop, create something into existence without exchanging energy. This cup was a thought in somebody's mind. It existed on the multidimensional platform, the original platform, not this other stuff. This other stuff is new. The original platform is up here in the ethereal, right? That person then collapsed it from multi-dimensions into two dimensions by drawing it on a piece of paper and then putting it into a computer, which is still 2D, takes that design and gives it to an engineer. Engineer says, okay, I'm going to mass produce these for you with a machine. They pop out of the machine in the third dimension. You go from multi-dimension to two-dimension to third dimension. All of that took an energy exchange. This didn't get here without energy being consumed. So what makes you think you can manifest anything on this planet, anything in your life, without exchanging energy? You must exchange energy for manifestation to occur in the type and place and on the pl plane and line that you desire. Most people are just living their life. If something good happens, they go, oh, this is a miracle. And I got a few miracles in my life, and that's all I can remember. The rest was just a lot of negativity. Or you can be a dominating force in your own life and your own reality tunnel and create and create and create and create and take part and be a co-creator in your own reality. But it takes action. Conscious thought backed by action. I decided to create a Manifest Destiny workshop four years ago. Now, I could have just been talking about it and telling people about it and, hey, I'm going to do it. I'd love to do a manifesting class. I'm going to do a manifesting class one day and teach people how, how I've been able to enlighten myself and how I've been able to live my best life. I'm going to teach them these things and then never do it. Just keep talking about it. The result would be that now, hundreds of thousands of people that have seen my workshops for the past four years would have never seen them. They would have never existed. I would have, would have never changed those lives. But because I took action and said, okay, let me call it the Rich Carlton and book this uh, conference room. Okay, I booked the conference room. Now I got to go down there and make sure they got the technology I need to link up with. Okay, good. I did that. I scoped out the location in the area. Okay, now I got to go ahead and make an Eventbrite page. Okay, now I got to market it and get people to know I'm doing this and talk about it. Now I got to get people to come down and book their tickets to come to my event. Then once they do that, I got to go down there and actually be there to speak and teach the class for seven, eight hours, which is how I used to do it back in the day when I first started this, right, four years ago, in person. Action, 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 action. What's the end result? I manifested my Manifest Destiny workshop. It was so powerful, the first one. People were begging to come to the second one. I did another one the same year and a third one the same year. I've actually done more than four because I did three in the same month of the first year that I did it. After that, it went to virtual. And, uh, and it's been because of the, you know, the sickness that hit the planet. But it gets bigger and bigger every year. I now have hundreds of thousands of people that have watched my manifesting workshops. And I have thousands, if not tens of thousands, of testimonials for my classes. That's the end result of putting in action. You have to put action in. Action backed by conscious thought is how you create your manifestation. 
Some people see this movie, I forget the name of the movie that came on, and they think, oh, I'm just going to think about it for a couple of seconds. Oh, there you go. I thought about it. It's going to happen. Oh, man, it didn't happen. I knew that manifesting stuff was garbage. That don't work that way. It doesn't work that way, guys and gals. It doesn't work that way, right? It takes a lot more than just going, mm, oh, oh, man, it, did, it, did, oh, it didn't happen. Didn't work. A lot more. So that's why you have to, you know, master it. Learn how to become a master. And that's why I'm teaching the class. I'll drop it in the comment box again. You have to be willing to be a student and a teacher and a master. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When the teacher is ready, the master will appear. You're both the student, the teacher, and the master. It's all in one. Manifesting really truly is about seeing things from a higher dimension, picking out the one, the reality you want from a superposition of realities that exist in the multiverse, in the quantum field, and collapsing into your reality, the one that you specifically want to happen. Your environment could be also toxic, which is why you might not be manifesting. You could have toxic people around you. You could have people around you that are pulling you down, that are holding you back, that are always uh, emitting negative energy, that always have problems and issues that are distracting you, that are talking badly about you and telling you that your goals and dreams are worthless and you're dumb for even thinking about it. That's another big problem. Toxicity in your own household, in your own inner circle, within your own friends and family is another huge, huge reason why people are not manifesting their best life. You got too many toxic people, people hanging on, people here, crabs in a bucket trying to pull you back in. When you start to live your best life, when you're working on, forget starting, when you're beginning the, 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 the whole process of living your best life, there's people around you that you've got to wiggle away from. And I mean, they could be really close people to you too. I had to walk away from a lot of people, friends and family, in order to get to where I'm at today. And guess what? I'm happy and better for it. I'm stress-free for it. My life is easier because I made those decisions. Not harder, my life became easier. Distractions reduced themselves significantly because I made those decisions to walk away, separate, disconnect. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It doesn't mean you don't check on them from time to time. It's time to disconnect. It's time to separate. It's time to isolate and focus. That's one of the things that's going to be, be required for you to get to the next level. If you want to have people dragging and hanging on and, and holding on to your coattails and, and you're pulling them along along with you, you're not going to get very far. I'm just going to tell you right now, you're not going to get very far. I don't care how much you love somebody. I don't care how much you want to be somebody's friend. The majority of the people that are claiming people are their family and friends, you got to walk away from them. It just is what it is. I'm just, you know, I'm forbidden not. I'm going to tell you like it is. You got to disconnect. It don't mean you don't love them. They're holding you back from living the life that you want to live. Stop living your life for other people. Start living your own life. Stop living your life for other people. Start living your own life. And that requires disconnection, separation. I remember years ago, 
I used to travel to Melbourne, Florida all the time with my family on the holiday to go see my other family members up in, in Melbourne. And every time I went, it was like, okay, how do we mentally prepare for the trauma that's getting ready to happen and the drama? And you knew it was coming, right? Until one day I said, why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself in a position where I'm putting my family in the middle of trauma and drama just because of some traditions, right? Didn't make sense to me. Why am I doing this? So I said to myself, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I just stopped cold turkey one, one year. It was my last year. I said, you know what? Yeah, that's dumb. Why am I putting, my, why am I putting myself in this situation? And once I stopped and stopped going, life became so much easier. The holidays became so much better. Everybody was so much happier. I disconnected and I said, no, I won't participate any longer. And once I did that, my life became so much better. So much less stress during the holidays. I enjoyed them now. I could enjoy the kids now better. I wouldn't put them in a situation that's going to give them PTSD in the future. You're going to have to learn how to disconnect. I'm just telling you, disconnection from the people that are around you in your circle is key. Also, your vibration is low. That could be another situation that's happening in some people. Low vibration. Science has proven that vibration emanating from the human body is actually real. We know because they can connect you to an EEG and connect it to a computer and they can see your brain waves and they can tell if you're in a high frequency mindset or a low frequency mindset. So it's not woo woo. It's not magic. It's not psychic talk or new age talk. It's science talk. It's real science. And so when you're in a mind state of lack, lack of knowledge of self, uh, you know, a lacking type of a mindset, lack of abundance mindset, PTSD, depression, self-sabotaging mind, anger, anguish, sadness, begging, all those create a low frequency. That frequency is being sent out from your brain as a wave of light. How do we know this? Because we capture the waves of light in these little sensors and send them to a computer. So the computer can analyze the light waves coming out of your skull. Those light waves that come out of your skull don't just come out and stop right here and then disappear. No, they go forever. They connect to the energetic grid we call the universe. And they tell the universe, hey, I'm low frequency. I would like more low frequency stuff to happen to me now. So the lower your frequency and the more consistent you are in a low frequency, the more negativity comes and happens to you. You draw it right in like a magnet. That's why I stay away from people that always have a sad story because it's contagious. It's like a virus. I don't want it. You call me a couple times, you got a problem situation. Let me see if I can help you fix the problem. You keep calling me, now you got a new problem and a new problem and a new problem. And guess what this happened? And guess what over here happened? And guess what so-and-so did to so-and-so and so-and-so? Now, I'm going to give you one warning. Don't call me with this bad news anymore, or I'm going to have to block you. The next time you call, it better not be bad news. You call back and then tell me, trust me, 
They've called back with more bad news. It's like they didn't even hear what I said. Blocked. I don't know. I've got countless numbers of people blocked. These are people that I'm close to. I don't, I'm not talking to you. I don't want your virus. I don't want your low frequency negative negativity virus. You're spewing that into my brain. My brain is taking that information and it's turning me into a low frequency and it's messing up my manifestation. It's messing up my best life. I don't want it. I don't want it. Let me get, get it away from me. You're, you're blocked for life. You're blocked. If I see you on the street, peace. I say, hey, holla. If I, you ain't calling me, you're not going to keep feeding me that stuff that keep my frequency low. If you're having problems with any issues that are keeping you in a, in a low frequency, you need to see a psychotherapist. You need to go you know, seek out some uh, mental health work for yourself to help raise your vibration. Look at the work from Elizabeth in her book, The Recipe to Elevated Consciousness. It talks about a lot of things that will help you raise your vibration and your frequency. Learn how to have unconditional love, be of, be of, uh, be of help to others. Uh, you know, find ways to do self-help work for yourself. Learn how to love yourself, forgive yourself. Stop waiting on these outside sources and deities to come in and forgive you. You forgive yourself. Learn how to get trauma out of your body so you can move on. So you can raise your frequency to a high frequency. You can be a, in a power mindset which is what we're going to be talking about in the Blueprint for God Power, which is coming up this Saturday. I'll drop the link to that in the chat. Blueprint for God Power. We're going to be, you know, talking about how do you get in that God Power mindset? How do you sustain the God Power mindset? How do you tap into it and keep that frequency? How do you hold it? See? That's what it's all about. So... That's some just some of the notes that I had. I want to go over with you guys tonight. I'm gonna to have to hop on Black Magic 363 YouTube account next in just a few minutes. So I'm gonna wrap this up right now. But I appreciate every single one of you guys for hopping on here tonight and spending some time with me. I hope what I talked about resonated with some of you and that this information was able to teach some of you some of the things that you may have not have realized you were doing that you can now turn around. If you if you have the capability, if you have the energy and the and the will, you can join us in the Manifest Destiny Workshop and the God, Blueprint for God Power Workshop. All right, and uh, it's going they're going to be some really amazing classes. Some of the best classes that I've taught yet are going to be this Saturday and the 29th, Saturday, January 7th and the 29th. I'm at the highest level of teaching now. I've reached my pinnacle now for teaching information. I've Everything is a growth is a growth process. I've now reached my pinnacle. These two classes are going to be so powerful and so individualized and so interactive that they're going to take everyone to the next level, including myself. Because when I'm teaching, I'm also the student as well, and it just keeps making me better and better and reinforcing and reinforcing more and more and more. So, uh, like I said, I hope this was a great information for you guys tonight. The link is in the caption of this video for the Blueprint for God Power, the Manifest Destiny Workshop, and even the tickets for the, uh, the Forbidden Conscious Awards coming up very, very soon, July 30th, down in Miami at the Adrian Arts Center. We are going to have an amazing award show. You're not going to want to miss. I'll show you the slide. This is the Adrian Arts Center. This is where the Forbidden Conscious Awards are going to be held. Black tie, 
red carpet, first class event. Tickets are in the caption of this video. So if you want to get tickets to the event, you can get your tickets. I recommend getting them soon because this venue will sell out guaranteed. It's that beautiful and that amazing. And the awards are going to be given to 11 categories of people who have been contributing in the conscious community. Podcasters, radio hosts, YouTubers, uh, anomaly hunters, archaeologists, uh, producers, content creators, you name it. We have tons of categories and you're going to help pick the winners because you guys are going to vote for winners. So you're going to have a part in who wins these amazing awards and walks on stage to get their award and their reception, their, their reception speech at the Forbidden Conscious Awards coming very, very soon, July 30th, 2023. The link for that is in the caption of this video as well. All right. All right, guys and gals, I got to run. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. I'm going to uh, hop on here now and get on with Brother Rich in just a couple of minutes. So I'll be right back on YouTube very, very shortly. All right. Thank you guys for all the donations. I really, really appreciate you so much. All that goes to help underprivileged children, like I said before. And I'll see you on Black Magic 363 in a few minutes. Peace.